Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. All right. Welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be sharing with you tips and tricks for how to declutter as a mom when even the the tiniest things feel totally overwhelming. So if you're listening to this, I'm making the assumption that you are a mom, whether you're a mom of one or you're a mom of 10, we've got all kinds of moms in this motherhood simplified community. You are a mom and you are trying to declutter and simplify your life. And one of the things that I hear and have heard since I started motherhood simplified almost four years ago is that moms want to declutter but they are already so overwhelmed by all of these little things that they have to do in a day, the daily life things, right? Like raising children, which is a 24 seven job, daily messes, um, dealing with 
postpartum or particularly demanding seasons of life, whether it's postpartum phase or a job transition or a relationship transition, um, having a lack of energy, right? Because you are a mom and you might be working outside of the home or maybe you're staying at home and it just zaps all of your, your time and energy. And there are just a lot of little things that tend to compound as a mom over time. Hi, Janelle. And if you guys are watching, I would love to hear in the comments just some little things that add up for you that make everything feel a lot bigger than it is, right? So for example, um, I didn't say it. Hi, Amanda. Um, for example, waking up in the morning and having kids who want to eat breakfast and are super hungry and they've got lots of energy because that's how kids roll. And then you look, you get down to the kitchen and you see in the sink are dishes from last night. And so that's a little thing that is really irritating, right? You have to like dishes that you're already behind on. Nobody's even eaten for the day and it adds up and it starts to feel really heavy, right? Or you're trying to get everybody out the door and to school and work on time and you can't find the backpack or you can't find the lunchbox or you find the lunchbox and last week was spring break and you realize that you didn't empty it out and so now the lunchbox is gross and stinky. And under normal circumstances, right, if that was the only thing that you were dealing with, it wouldn't feel so overwhelming. But because we have these tiny little things that compound over time, they start to feel very big and very heavy. And that makes thinking about doing something like decluttering your house feel even more overwhelming. Like, where are you supposed to find the time to actually do this? Um, Amanda says dishes in the sink and dirt on the floor. If those things are done, I'm usually really happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alex says, I want to clean and declutter while the kids are at school, but having to get the kids to school is so exhausting that I have no energy by the time I've dropped them off. Right. And so here's the thing about decluttering. I want to go off on a side tangent real quick is that decluttering actually reduces a lot of your workload, your overall workload, which means that you, it reduces the amount of time and energy that you actually have to spend doing these everyday activities. And so while it feels overwhelming to think about just one more thing that you have to do, and it always, almost always feels like something that you can do last because these other messes are more pressing and urgent and in your face, it's actually one of the best things to do first. Um, because it is the one thing that will actually reduce your overall workload. It actually will reduce overwhelm. It actually will give you back time and energy. Cleaning and organizing has to be done over and over again. And when you have too much to clean and organize, it, it just takes forever. If you declutter, you have less to clean, less to organize, and it becomes easier. Um, Catherine says, having special needs children who are constantly needing to go to therapy specialists, plus an upcoming fast move, a military family, Okay. Yes. Like those are things that are part of your life that obviously add up and take a lot of your time and energy. And so of course, like you have to figure out how am I, how am I going to even add one more thing to my plate? And Catherine, actually, um, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, cause like I said, if you're <laughs> listening to this on the podcast, obviously you listen to the podcast, but this is an episode that I'm recording into the Facebook group today. Um, so Catherine, Last week, I actually released an episode on how to move with my friend, Sarah Potter, and we covered on how to move if you're a military family. Um, so go listen to that episode. Um, 
I think it would be helpful for you in your fast move. Cause we specifically talk about fast moves like that because that's how they happen as military families, but that's also how my family has always moved. It's very fast. Um, Yuvia says, I'm always needed. The kids make everything feel like an emergency because they're young and dramatic. So it makes you feel on edge all day, even though it's been all been minimal things. Yes, that's a really good example. I didn't finish the rest of the comment, but just to touch on that, I think we can all relate as moms. And so one of the things that I actually have on here is to be discerning about what it is that you actually have to do and what you don't have to do and when you have to do it, right? Um, I am a big believer in my role as a mom and being there for my kids, but it also, I'm very uh, what, discerning about like, do I need to come at their every beck and call? No, there are some times where I can say, I've got to do this. Like right now, if you're watching on the podcast or if you're watching in the group or on Instagram, you can see my toddlers in the background watching TV because they know that on Mondays, I have a 20 minute video that I do with you all here in the Facebook group. And that's okay. Right? Like boundaries. It's okay to be discerning. Um, so, um, yeah, Amanda says a lot of noise also overwhelms me. So that's something we make minimal most of the time too. Okay. So this is, this is great. Like we are understanding that we, as moms, we have a lot of things going on and we have to decide how we're going to spend our time and energy. And it's different when you're decluttering as a mom. I just want to acknowledge that for you too. It's different when you declutter as a mom. It's different when you do anything as a mom. It's different when you have a business as a mom. It's different when you go to work outside of the home as a mom. It's different when you have you know, relationships and a marriage as a mom, like it's all just different because you have so many other things to spend your time and energy on that can't be put aside. And I just want to acknowledge that for you too. That's step one is acknowledging that and stop trying to change it. Stop trying to be as productive as some lady who created an idealistic chore chart and does a million things in a day. Like that's not you. You're not those guys. You're not those people who don't have kids. That's not you. And that's okay. Um, so adjust your expectations around that. Understand that almost anything you want to do as a mom is going to go slower because you are dispersed in so many different directions. It's just going to be slower. That doesn't mean that you can't do it and that you shouldn't try. It just means that you're going to go slower and you have to do it differently. You have to do it in bite-sized pieces, right? Which is what I recommend is doing tiny little decluttering projects over time. And if and when you get a big burst of energy and time where you can do more, like fill up a dumpster, which happens in the group sometimes, go ahead and do that. But if your strategy, if your entire strategy for decluttering is to wait until you get an entire weekend to yourself, right, or uninterrupted to actually start your decluttering, you're never going to get it done. And you're never going to make progress and you are never going to um, chip away at that overwhelm that you are feeling. It just won't happen. You've got to do a combination of both, I think. Tiny bite-sized pieces and when inspiration strikes, energy is aligned, circumstances and stars align, then you go do a big, huge thing, a big, huge declutter. The second thing that will support you in your decluttering, if you are feeling like everything is too overwhelming, is to have a plan, right? And that's a support for you. Having a decluttering plan is a support to you so that when you get some free time, some increased energy, a good opportunity to actually declutter, 
you don't have to waste that opportunity trying to figure out what to do. And I create decluttering courses for moms like you. Literally everything I create is designed with mom life in mind because I have five kids and that's how I roll. So if you have, if you can create your your own decluttering plan, go ahead and do that. If you can't, I offer those. Get one of mine so that when that moment arises, you have what you need to actually jump in and do something instead of try to think about doing something or plan something. Because who knows when you're going to get an opportunity like that again. Don't waste it. Um, And to find those, you just go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash courses. And you can find them there. I have a toy course, a toy decluttering course, a clothes decluttering course, which also focuses on toy and clothes management moving forward. I have one that will help you declutter your entire house, start to bottom, or start to bottom, (laughs) start to finish, top to bottom, Um, all in a row. Aunt Amanda says, get the course. And um, yeah, they're there for you. You you get lifetime, instant and lifetime access because I know as mom life, like that's what you need. A lot of courses out there only let you have access for a year or they make you pay a monthly fee. um, And that's not what I do. You just buy it one time. That's it. You get it for life and you use it over and over and over again. Um, Now, the next thing that you've got to do as a mom, and this kind of goes along with my number three and five points. So we're just going to combine it into one is that you actually have to start and build momentum, which means that you have to stop abandoning yourself and letting yourself off the hook. Now there is a, this is kind of a gray area that you have to be really honest with yourself about. It's really easy to say things like, I can't declutter because I have kids. I can't declutter because of XYZ. I can't declutter because there's a million and one things I have to do in a day. I can't declutter because I have no energy. I can't declutter all all of the reasons, right? And sometimes those are valid. And sometimes you really do have to tune in and say, is the best use of my time right now to not declutter or is the best use of my time right now to declutter? Um, Because decluttering is hard. It's hard in the short term, but in the long term, not decluttering is a lot harder. Now, there are always going to be circumstances where it's best to not push through, right? It's always, there's always circumstances where it's best to just put decluttering on the back burner and take some time to focus on your family or rest or whatever it might be. But there are so many, I, I, I see it all the time. There are actually way more opportunities and reasons to do it than to not do it. And it's just a matter of you being honest with yourself and not sabotaging yourself and not abandoning yourself. And then also giving yourself that space and that break when it's truly needed. Um, I spent last year, like the entire year of 2021, telling you all that I was doing, I was taking space away from creating content for you. What baby? Um, And telling you last year that it was better for me and my business to not do a lot of things. And so I basically took an entire year off of not creating new content for you, not creating new courses for you, not running any live challenges last year. Um, I could have pushed through and done it, but I had, you know, a baby and a toddler and I was trying to homeschool my kids. And it was a time where it was better for me to put my business on the back burner. Right. And maybe that's you with decluttering right now, but also maybe 
Um, you're like uh, Quanel right now, who's saying I had all of the excuses and then I committed to 30 minutes a day. I'm still overwhelmed, but I have noticed the days I don't have laundry to do and the kitchen cleans up so quickly, right? She's like, I had all of the excuses. Um, maybe she clung to those excuses for a while too. And then she let them go and realized she can do this a little bit at a time and it will work. So you've got to build that momentum for yourself and adjust your expectations and do the little things that you can do and prove to yourself that you can do it. Prove to yourself that you can rest when you need to rest. You can go when you need to go, even if you don't want to. And that's going to give you what you actually want long-term and what you want most. Um, okay. Now the final thing that I, that I think is important to consider, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but we will touch on it again is being honest with yourself about what you actually have to do in a day and what you don't have to do in a day, right? Because we only have 24 hours. We all have to use our minutes <laughs> wisely. However, does it, we're going to use them. And a lot of times we can get so caught up in saying like, well, I have to clean the bathroom and I have to clean the kitchen. Hi, Allison. I have to clean, you know, the bedrooms. I've got to organize the toys. And so I don't have time to declutter, but really, do you have to do all of those things? Is is the world going to keep spinning if you don't clean the bathroom and you choose to declutter instead? Is the world going to keep spinning if you choose to say no to a social um, obligation that you had going out with friends or a play date or whatever, and you choose to declutter instead? Um, is it, do you really have to do those things? No. Do you really have to cook dinner from scratch every single night? I'm assuming that you don't have special dietary restrictions. Um, or can you order a pizza a few times and get some decluttering done because now you don't have to spend an hour making dinner, right? Um, just weigh your, your obligations and what you have to do and choose to do something that will move you forward in decluttering because that's something that pays you back in dividends long-term. Cleaning, like I said, cleaning and organizing is always going to have to be done and it's always going to come undone. But when you declutter, you're reducing that overall workload and you don't have to declutter more than once. You declutter it once and then it's done. Um, so... On that note of like being mindful of the things that you have to do and the things that you don't have to do, um, I just wanted to share with you what's coming up in April and May here in Motherhood Simplified. So if you've been around in the group or on Instagram or on my email list or even listening to the podcast, you might know, if you don't, I'm going to tell you that for the last several months, four or five months, I've been running a week-long decluttering challenge. Um, that's just like a really deep dive into an area of your home, fast, furious, really great progress, really fast. Um, we've done like toys, we've done hot spots, we've done the night, the nightly reset and some other things. And I'm in this spot where I feel like I have to do another challenge in April because I'm like, it's April, I have to do a challenge, right? And then I know that in May, I'm doing a free challenge. So these decluttering, these week-long decluttering challenges are really low cost. They're like 10 or $15, depending on the challenge. Um, so I'm like, I have to do one in April. And then I know I'm going to do a big free one in May. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm doing a lot of collaborations for podcasts. And I have a lot of podcasts that I recorded last month that I really need to focus on promoting and um, I'm just like, I feel like there's not enough time. It start the overwhelm started to build up. Right. And I also we've got birthdays this month in our, in my family. And 
I want to be present with my family. I don't want to be like stretched so thin and frantic. And I also want to create quality content for you. I don't want my, my challenges to feel rushed or sporadic with you. And so I was like feeling torn between, do I do a challenge in April and in May or not? And I'm not doing a challenge in April. So if you are looking for an April challenge, I'm not going to do it in, in April. Um, I will be doing the free one in May. And what I'm doing in April instead is doing some discounts on some of my, my courses, like my toy course and my clothing course and my paper decluttering course. Um, so that you still have high level support and you can make progress, right? Because we talked about this earlier. Like if you're going to declutter, you need to have a plan. You need to know what it is that you are doing and what you're working on. And you need that plan to be there for you when your time and energy aligns as a mom, especially because we never know when these pockets of time and energy are going to come from. So it felt like the best use of my time while I do feel some kind of an obligation to do a challenge for you still this month, I'm not going to. I know that I have created a lot of really great content for you that you can do instead. Um, and then that frees up my time and energy to make a really high quality challenge for you in May. So um, it's always a trade-off, right? And I wanted to, I know a lot of you are like, I don't care about how you run your business, <laughs> but I wanted to share it with you because it's relevant to how you declutter too. It's always a trade-off. It's always a matter of consciously deciding what do I actually need to do? What's going to move me forward in the ways that I want to move forward? What's going to be the best thing for everyone? Um, how can I maximize my time and energy spent? How can I create space for the things that I want to do, right? And so I could totally force a, an April challenge. I could. It would be rushed. I would, I would feel chaotic. Um, I would feel um, stretched too thin. And I know that ultimately running a challenge in April would not be, <laughs> thank you, Amanda, <laughs> running a challenge in April just wouldn't be best for me and it wouldn't be best for you. And so think about that too, when you're decluttering or when you're trying to find ways to declutter, when it feels super overwhelming, is decluttering going to be what's best for you and your family or is not decluttering going to be what's best for you and your family? And there's a lot of ways to figure that out. Um, again, I would love to invite you to get into one of my courses because that's really woven into everything that I teach you. And in my courses, we talk about that a lot more in depth so that you can get that clarity and actually move forward with your decluttering. Um, so thank you. Thank you for everyone. <laughs> it's like, no, we do care. We do care about your business. Um, yeah. On knowing how you can support us best while also supporting yourself. I love you too, Janelle. And thank you, Allison. The balance is important. Um, so yeah, and, and I, I want to obviously show up for you all. That's why I create the podcast episodes. Hi, Kaylee. <laughs> um, that's why I create the podcast episodes. It's why I create my courses. And so this month I'll be sharing you, sharing those with you because I'm like, the whole reason that I created these courses is because I am a mom and I can't show up live for you all of the time. So I need something that I can give you on demand um, that you can use on demand. And maybe one day I will teach you all about business and creating a business that supports you in your motherhood too. But for now, I'm just going to refer you to my friend, Dana Malstaff, because she does that. Her business is boss mom, um, but she's amazing too. So that's it. We're getting kind of rambly. Um, so I'm going to hang up on this podcast episode. 
check the, um, the show notes in the description to check out those courses to see if they're right for you. I will also put my free guide in there for you so that you can get onto my email list because on my email list is where I actually do the discounts. Um, sometimes I share them on social media, um, but definitely on my email list is where I go. And my emails are one of the, my favorite things to create for you. Um, I get to write really encouraging and supportive letters to you. That's how I view them. I'm like writing you a letter. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening in and I will see you all on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.